Uh, hey, everybody. I'm your host, George Salazar. Welcome back to La Carnita Asada. Today, we'll be supporting street vendors in Little Village, uh, 26th Street. We'll be having some arroz con leche with chicharrones. Uh, today's guest is Noemi Ibarra, a social media, oh, a content creator uh, <laughs> on Chicago Southside. Uh, hey, Noemi, how have you been? I'm good. Thank How's you. How's your week so far? So far, it's been non-eventful. It's only Tuesday, so. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Uh, so I want to talk a little bit about that uh, social media content creator thing. Sure. So before, you know, we started the show, I asked what you want to be introduced as. And you said you'd rather be introduced as content creator versus social media influencer. Can we talk a little bit about that? Like, why would you prefer that? Yeah, I think there's just um, a negative connotation with influencers. Um, I think they have a bad rep for, like, going for brands kind of like um doing everything in the eyes of what a brand wants okay um versus like content creators are really just creating content for them for themselves or like for the community which is kind of what i consider myself to be it's like i create content around things i enjoy and then you know kind of more so for my community yeah i was actually talking to ernesto about that mm -hmm. earlier this week so like i play ba uh, baseball and like i work out and stuff so i was like hey i want to try to like create little TikToks or like little reels to sort of like like go day by day like a day in the life of like a senior high school athlete or something like that you know yeah. so yeah it makes sense but like I definitely think I'd I'd be doing stuff so like why don't brands you can, why don't you huh why don't you actually he's giving me my tripod today okay. he better have it too so. <laughs> <laughs> uh so let's just get into it uh young Naomi I know you grew up on Chicago's south side yeah uh what neighborhood I grew up um in Archer Heights right on Pulaski and Archer. Okay. Um, in front of is it Curie High School? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So tell me a little bit about that neighborhood, like what it's like growing up there, family stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I grew up with a huge family. Um, I have ten siblings, so it was always loud and fun. How many siblings? Ten. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> how many boys? How many girls? There's four boys and seven girls, oh, okay, so okay. eleven total. Yeah. Yeah, so it was definitely crazy. It was crazy. It was fun, honestly. Like me and my sisters, we would spend time at the library all the time. There was a library. I don't know if you know, right there on um, Pulaski and Archer. We would go to the grocery store together. We would go to the park. The yeah. park, actually, the Chicago Park District has a lot of classes, like uh, ballet classes, yeah. gymnastics. So my mom signed us up for that. We were always busy as kids. <laughs> it was a it was a fun childhood. I think it wasn't. I mean, I grew up really poor, obviously, with ten kids. Um, it wasn't until like high school that I realized like we were poor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so mom and dad both in the picture, or just mom? Um, growing up both were in the picture and right. then unfortunately my dad um stepped away from the family so my mom ended up raising the younger ones mm -hmm. um the four older ones kind of were old enough to move out on their own so my mom raised the seven of us on her own yeah i mean i only ask because like it's sort of the same for like me and my my little brother over there uh so our dad wasn't ever really in the picture. Like when we were around two years old, sort of stepped out on us. Yeah. And like we see him once in a while. He'll give us a call, but it's it's not really like that close bond isn't there. But uh, yeah, we were fortunate enough to like have a stepdad uh, early on who sort of took us in and, and raised us like our own. Uh, so how do you think, like, did you notice like your siblings like grow up differently or like stuff's different about them because they didn't have a father figure in the household? I think for sure my, I have two little brothers. For sure my brothers grow up differently. Yeah. Um, thankfully I have an older brother who kind of, kind of took on that role of being the dad. Yeah. Um, God bless him. Cause <laughs> yeah. that's a lot to take on as a teenager. Um, so I, he definitely has helped, you know, financially and just like emotionally, 
but I definitely see a difference of like not having that complete family structure uh, for better or for worse. You know, yeah. we make it work. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about school. So like what middle school did you attend? Middle school. Ooh, I actually, <laughs> I moved a lot uh, around a lot. Yeah, yeah. So I, I went to like, I went to uh, Orozco for fourth grade, fifth and sixth. I went to um, uh, Pulaski up north because we were living by Logan Square. Um, and then I got into Whitney Young's academic oh, center program. So yeah. seventh and eighth I, through high school, I was at Whitney. How was it there at Whitney? It was crazy. It was fun, seventh and eighth grade. And then once I got into high school, there was like the classes were so huge. Yeah. I think there was like 500 per class. Um, I definitely felt like to myself <laughs> a lot of the time. Um, but I did enjoy that Whitney has like m the more of like the artistic electives. Mm -hmm. um, I took like fashion design. I know there was like a graphic design class ceramics i think um it definitely exposed me to my creative side which i think is like what has helped me with the content stuff so you said you stayed a lot to like yourself was it because you weren't used to the environment or what was that the reason for that yeah i wasn't used to the environment what was different about it um geez, this is deep <laughs> <laughs> i think for me there was not a lot of like latinos i know we did have um a few clubs that were latino focused but especially in the academic center program i think there was like four total latinos um so it was kind of hard being like the small crew <laughs> so were you like excluded or you would exclude yourself because you weren't comfortable i feel around, like i would like, i excluded myself yeah, yeah. I, I feel you're sort of the same thing over here like I mean, the school I go to is, like, pretty diverse, I would yeah. say. So I've never been, like, in a school where it's, like, you know, a lot of widows and, like, a little bit of Latinos. But, like, I play baseball, so it's a, that's definitely, like, a like a white person sport. Yeah. So everywhere I go, it's sort of, like, a lot of white kids and sort of, like, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it, but it's, like, I that. mean, even, in, I mean, I have a full-time job in corporate. So, yeah. like, in corporate, I, I feel the same way. Like, it's almost like performing for me, you know. Yeah, you got to act a certain yeah, way. Yeah, you got to act yeah. a certain way. You got to, like... Can't let that hood side come out type mm. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it'd be like. You gotta be talking proper and yeah. And I think too, I had a few instances in high school where like my professors and my counselors weren't as supportive as I thought they would be. I remember having one incident with my high school counselor where I told her I wanted to go to like a certain school and she was like, Maybe you should um you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. be more realistic. I, I ain't gonna lie. I hear a lot of that. Like, like you know, I, I hate it. I hate it. I yeah. feel like it's just because of the color of our skin type shit. Yeah. But how do you respond to like negative, like negativity like that or like people doubting you? Um, Honestly, I, in high school, it like really took a hit on my confidence. Like yeah. if my counselor really didn't think I would get in, like who am I to be? Oh, you uh, believe there? Like, ah, uh, yeah, a, it shit. took a hit. It's, I think too, like, because I had a huge family, that was not something I could really talk to my mom about. Like, I didn't want to like bother her or you know burden her with like high school problems. High school problems, like my issues, right? Yeah. Like, she has so many other stuff to think about. Um, so yeah, it really did take a hit on my confidence. But I think looking back now, like, I look back at those moments and I'm like. I can't believe it. I let that like get to me. Like slide. Yeah. So going into, I know we talked about like AC, is that what it's called? Academic center? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
you felt left out was it sort of the same story like when you went to uh to high school like for like freshman and all that yeah even more so probably because the classes got bigger and i think too um we since we took like a lot of the um early classes like we took algebra in eight in seventh grade and geometry we weren't like with our actual class we were we were like two grades ahead okay so yeah we it was like we were a little bit separated from that's hard i don't know how you did that from, like, from the norm. i'd be struggling well, actually i it, everything happens for a reason right like um because of that program i was able to do uh, a work study program my senior year um because i had finished all my like what is that a work study requirements what is that a work study program is basically where you um you take classes i only had to take like two classes my senior my senior year and then after class you go intern at an organization yeah. at a company the company that i was interning for was pepsi okay um so i had two classes and then worked at pepsi so how was that like work study program over there at pepsi it was um interesting <laughs> why do you say that uh, I, it was the first time being exposed to a corporate environment. Again, like I couldn't really ask my mom like how to dress for work yeah. or like um, what a resume is or you know salaries or four hundred one ks. It was the first time I had to like benefits were even like mentioned, right? Yeah. Um, sorry, let me get some middle school. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was interesting. I think I I was grateful for that experience because coming as a, as a high schooler like intern people yeah. don't expect much so you kind of get to be like you kind of get to make mistakes without being judged or without like people being like you should have known this <laughs> so what was like your job there i'm not too familiar with like work yeah was, um so basically my actual my like responsibility was to like make sure the mail was <laughs> was like delivered yeah. make sure the coffee like was done um and then any like little project that needed support i would be there to support so um i think like we had an event that we were planning where i had to search like where can we order cups with like the pepsi logo and where can we order like little tchotchkes um stuff like that kind of like whatever it wasn't project. too big it was just like little stuff but exactly. like being there were you able to like network and like get to know people yeah i got to network my manager was actually really amazing um exposed me to a lot of different projects and a lot of different people and because of her i was able and because i stayed in chicago for college i was able to keep that internship through college and then i got promoted um and i was making a pretty decent salary like through college yeah uh so one of our our like co-founders ray he's not here today but he also told me when he was at cristo ray which is another uh, like a private high school that he also did sort of like a work study program mm -hmm. and he, i mean it seems like it's beneficial i mean you two are very successful people did you ever sort of feel like it was like too much on your shoulders or was it like something you couldn't handle um i think at some point i was like skipping class in college oh, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to show up to my internship but honestly for me like hands-on experience is what teaches me more so than like sitting in a lecture and taking notes yeah. um so i definitely valued you know that experience more so than college so it's sort of like i'm not the same exactly for me but you know i got a lot of my plate with like i gotta play ball i got weights 
Sometimes I even have practice like seven mm-hmm. and nine. You know, I get home late. I got to do homework. So sometimes like mentally I'm exhausted, right? Even yeah. if I'm not, even physically. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I always have someone in like Ernesto or Ray, like mentor sort of in a way that I can talk to or call up like, hey, mm-hmm. dude, like I'm, you know, I'm stressed the fuck out. Like, and they know how to, you know, calm me down. You know, sometimes he just feeds me and I'm happy, you know, like, so it's just like a good <laughs> mentor to have. Uh, did you have any mentors sort of like at PepsiCo or at Whitney or at home? Yeah, I think um, for sure at Pepsi, my manager was by far the best mentor ever. I remember um, her telling me that I had to like start saving money. She was like my mom, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I did. I I set up a savings account automatically, like deducted um, a percentage of my income to go into that savings account. And I like once I left Pepsi, that savings account was hefty. For real? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was because of that. I was able to buy a house at like twenty years old. Yeah, I was oh, shit. a sophomore in college when I bought a house. Yeah. Was that like a goal, like from like when you started saving? Like, hey, I want to save up to buy a house. Not necessarily. Or no. Was that, you just you just had money to buy. I had like, money, it. and it was either investing in the stock market, which I was like terrified to do, yeah. or like investing in a property. But I knew I couldn't just have like thousands of dollars just sitting in my bank account without you know something to do with it so you wait you said you were a sophomore in college with a house what college did you attend uic how did you like it there was it sort of the same thing i know it's pretty diverse so like was it like a better jump from high school to college i actually really enjoyed uic um it wasn't as rigorous as like some other schools which is why i like was able to skip class a lot yeah (laughs) i don't condone it but um yeah that really helped like balance the work and the school i also got a full ride scholarship so how'd you do that just grades or what grades yeah i think what did you study over there what did you major in i majored in marketing and you're using that right now that's Mm -hmm. fire yeah Yeah. (laughs) uh so sort of having a house at 20 was it like like a new challenge what did you find difficult about it especially being so young yeah i was shocked at how easy it was to buy i for some reason growing up thought like you had to be like 50 years old and like have a thousand or or like a million dollars in your bank account to buy a house um it wasn't that hard (laughs) um i think now like maintaining it is a lot more difficult like like last week i had to um get someone to look at the hvac system because it was not working the heating system i don't my mom lives in I, it's two units my mom lives in one and then oh, I, so you bought a building not, yeah oh, i rent shit. out the other one so um yeah, the one that was rented out had to. How did that feel? Like, hey, mom, I got you a fucking apartment, you know? Uh, like, great, yeah. Do you rent it to her or you just like let her have it? Um, I don't charge her much, but enough to like cover the mortgage. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Uh, um, so it seems like you're like a pretty disciplined person, you know? Yeah. Juggling school, a job, and then shit, buying a house, you know? I try to sort of implement discipline into my life like a great deal because I mean I'm sure you know like there's days you wake up and you just don't want to do anything and mm-hmm. even like sometimes being at work I'm sure like fuck like I don't want to do this. Yeah. What are some ways you stay motivated? I think finding things that you truly love to do. Um, I, a lot of times when people are like burnt out, they think you just like need rest. Yeah. Um, and that's not necessarily the case. Oh, <laughs> that's not necessarily the case. Um, a lot of times what you need to do is like replenish your energy 
which comes through like thing doing things that you love to like genuinely love to do one one for me is the gym like if i hit if i miss the gym like for an entire week i start feeling depressed <laughs> like i start like i'm the same i way. start spiraling what gym do you go to la fitness okay okay yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big fucking gym yeah. guy too what's your favorite like body parts of it legs you can swat a lot yes. you put up a lot of weight legs. yeah 100 yeah 100 pounds no no i'm saying like 100 oh, like, i can go wet. down on, how much you squat legs. uh like two plates damn bro she squat more than you dog <laughs> <laughs> nah uh, that's good that's fire that's yeah. good i squat uh i squat four no, nah, you're lying. I got a video. I'm dead ass. I'm a big Bet. boy. Yeah. Together after this. Um. So sort of like piggyback. Well, off of what I said earlier, like about like ask me asking Ernesto, like, hey, how can I put myself out there more, brand myself? I I see you do a lot of that, like on your TikTok. Can you tell like the people a little bit about what you like to post and the reason for you posting what you do. Yeah, it's funny because I never like really saw myself as a content creator. Um, but I moved out of my uh, apartment that I had with my roommates into my own apartment um, here in Pilsen, actually. Um, and I like took a video of me, you know, yeah. not thinking much of it, uh, like putting up like my curtains and the frames and putting my bed together. And that video went viral. I think it hit like 3 million, maybe 4 million wow. views. How does how does the pay work with that? Were you paid right away or no, no, not on TikTok. On no. TikTok, you have to hit ten thousand before you get on the creator program. Ten thousand views or ten thousand followers. Oh shit! Yeah, and then once you, it's not much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not life changing money. Yeah. Um, once you're on there, then you get paid per view. Um, but yeah, so I it kind of like hit me out of nowhere, and then people were just asking questions like. How'd you move out? And you know, where'd you buy that? Um, so I just kept making videos and now I just like make like vlogs. Um, I like love plants. Yeah. So I have a lot of plants in my apartment and you know, people ask questions about those. So it's pretty much like just vlogs, plants and vlogs, plants and then the occasional because I just, you know, love my community and stuff. Um I have a lot of videos with my mom because okay. our relationship has been like blossoming in recent years. Um, and I think people find that inspiring. I know a lot of people have, you know, we have broken relationships with our parents, our dads. Um, a lot of people have broken relationships with their mom. So seeing that, especially from a Latina, I think is like inspirational for people. Yeah. I mean, I can only imagine what, like, that mother to, like, daughter, like, relationship is. Mm -hmm. I don't really, you know, I mean, I got a son to mother. I mean, <laughs> that's my girl. I love my mom. Like, she's my rock. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I feel you. Uh, so, oh, there it is. So, like, social media, can you, like, give the, the audience or some young people some tips on how to brand yourself properly and how to get yourself out there? Yeah, I think the biggest thing with social media is um, confidence. Because I feel yeah. like the confidence part is something you can see on screen. Mm -hmm. um, and it really is just, like, you, you will find the confidence when you start posting about things you genuinely love. Right? Like, if you're talking about it with your friends, like... If you're if it's something you genuinely do every day, you don't have to perform in a in a way, right? Yeah. To be on social media, and that's when you can like really take it like long term, right? A lot of people give up because they they don't want to be doing this one thing for like ever, right? Yeah. But when it's genuinely you and authentically you, right? Like it's coming from your from your own interests and not you trying to perform for the camera then it's something you can sustain for a long time, and that's really what you need: um, consistency and discipline on social media to like really 
make it. No, that's that's something I definitely struggle with myself. Yeah. Like even now trying to make like little like workout videos, you know, sort of trying to talk to the camera. It's like I find myself like fuck, repeat, repeat, you know, just yeah. keep going. Did you struggle with that a little bit at the beginning? Or yeah, was... yeah, I still struggle with the um speaking to the camera part. Yeah. It's something I'm trying to work on. Um but for me, I, I think what what works and like what has been helping me is going live on TikTok. Yeah. So I like become familiar like speaking to people um, in general. <laughs> I think to doing just voiceovers over the videos. So like if you just take videos of you like working out, maybe talk about like why, oh, why you're doing. Yeah, yeah, talk yeah. over it, why you're doing certain yeah. or like what you're doing in the day. Um, that really helps it. The voice thing like really helps people connect with you. Otherwise, you're just like someone on the screen versus when they hear your voice. Like, and, like talking to them. Yeah, talking to them like genuinely like then they feel like you're you're their friend, yeah. you know. So I, I took a look at uh, your TikTok and your Instagram and I, I see you got a lot of followers. Mm -hmm. Was this something <laughs> that happened very quickly or something that like accumulated like over years? It accum I think I've been on there for like a little bit over a year. Okay. Um, on what? TikTok or IG? TikTok. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah um a little over a year so you know definitely takes time and i think you you know i i've definitely had like seasons of like i didn't want to post yeah. um i think more so because i was like scared i like gained a lot of followers at once and then i was like who's watching or like yeah um so yeah that confidence part is really what like you got to get through for me too um yeah it definitely takes time i mean so for some people they blow up overnight and gain millions of followers mm -hmm. for others it takes like years okay. it, there's no like perfect path or like perfect way to do it yeah uh so like I, I mean i told you a little bit how i'm trying to start my own you know tiktok and mm -hmm. you know, little little content stuff uh what are like some tips you have for me or like anyone trying to start as far as gear or like software used to edit and stuff like that i i use my phone i know everyone thinks like that. imovie or what do you use like on your phone uh, like what camera, app like oh you just, edit? App, you just yeah edit? Oh, the cam shit. i use i film on the camera app and then i edit on CapCut, um, um which is like an editing app that right. actually tiktok owns it so it's very similar to the editing on like the tick the actual tiktok yeah. app um yeah, that's all I all I use. I know a lot of people. I mean, and my tripod. A lot of people. I get questions on like what ca like actual camera do I use because the quality is so good. It's it's just my iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the iPhone ca the camera has been got has gotten really great. Like in the past couple of years, like it's almost as good as like professional cameras. Yeah, I think they're clear. So, I mean, yeah. of course, there's other like little details that the the big yeah. cameras can get, but I think they're clear as fuck. Like, I think nice. the one the one like. A tip I think I could give is like lighting plays a huge role. Um, for me, I have a lot of sunlight, um, but when I don't, like the video quality definitely like mm -hmm. takes a hit, um, and you can definitely see the difference. <laughs> so take advantage of good lighting. Uh, so is content creation something you see like being your full time job anytime soon or what? I don't know if I would say like full time job, but I have enjoyed getting to meet other content creators. A lot of a lot of like really unique opportunities have come my way because of it so i don't see myself stopping it um but i don't i don't know about full-time just because i don't want to be a hundred percent dependent on brand deals and viewership for my income and two i think like 
when you solely depend on content creation as your income that creativity part at least for me kind of takes a hit as well right yeah <laughs> um and i also enjoy doing like other things I, I i don't see myself doing corporate like full-time for much longer um but there are so many different ways to like yeah make money so maybe start a business or start an agency i don't know but definitely so what are like some of your interests like business like business wise like what do you like to do business yeah what do you think like your business would be i really enjoy creating video so i can see myself like um sorry i'm letting the i can't even hear the <laughs> <laughs> um i i can definitely see myself doing like a more creative role in the future maybe like working on music videos or um directing photo shoots or something like that um it's something i really enjoy yeah. every time i do it it's like me and my like uh zone of genius is what they call it it's like when you like almost like become a different person because you enjoy doing it so, so much. much you like snap into it like sort of in the zone type shit. yeah in the zone type shit yeah <laughs> uh so i know you're young you know we talked a little bit about like you know you get in the house at 20 and I don't know if you would say that that you like made it like how you feel on that but i know myself and a lot of young people that, I, that are like my boys or you know even girls that i know would be like yeah she made it you know she she's blown up on tiktok she has a lot of followers on ig she has a house like she ha she clearly has like a good income like do you feel like you've made it um i feel like i i'm grateful for everything i've accomplished but i definitely don't feel like i've made it okay. i feel like i have so many other dreams and aspirations and goals that i am still working towards and i don't know if like i'm i made it is ever gonna be like a thing you know i'm like i'm done i'm like retire i can retire yeah i will always have a passion that i'm working on um but yeah i definitely feel like i don't have to you know think about where the rent is gonna come from <laughs> or like where am i gonna eat <laughs> or what i'm gonna eat and i i mean i've been taking my mom on trips like i've definitely so grateful for everything that i've that i've had for you uh i want to talk a little more about what you make on tiktok so sure. i was going through your tiktok a little bit and i see that you like very big on like empowering women who want like self-improvement mm -hmm. like you talk a little bit about that like why do you feel that like you have to do that or why know. do you do that i think that comes naturally to me okay. um i have always like even like my friends are always like you're you inspire me so much like it, it genuinely again comes from a place of like authenticity um i think too like seeing my mom like struggle a lot i never i hate seeing women like be dependent on someone else for their income their happiness their like life um so i definitely encourage women in women specifically but also latinos in general yeah. um to really like you know put their best foot forward create vision boards is my thing i just what is that i don't know what that is. you don't know what a vision nah. board is sir <laughs> uh so a vision board is like um i think it's like customary to do one every like year the beginning of the year yeah. to like set your goals and stuff but you create um a board with like pictures of everything that you want to accomplish so okay. if you like want to lose weight you know like your gym 
your gym pictures if you oh. like are looking to buy a house this year like what kind of house are you looking for keys to your house and that it, it works psychologically in the sense that you're seeing it yeah, and you're visualizing it yourself i don't know if you've ever seen that drake interview of like he would drive by the mansion that he wanted oh, yeah, just yeah. so that he can like visualize himself like seeing it it's like kind of that same concept of like you're seeing your goals every day on this board and it like psychologically triggers you to like continue working hard to achieve those so but, it's sort of like like a school poster or whatever mm-hmm. and you put like you think of a goal like hey i want a house you just throw a picture of keys on there mm-hmm. and you like paint it up in your room or something yeah so every time you know you're like oh yeah that's pretty cool yeah. uh so you're talking about like encouraging like all latinos especially like women or young girls uh, i have a little sister as well uh, we mm-hmm. have a little sister <laughs> and uh i like like hearing that you know i feel like we need more of of latina like people in power or like even like people like you who just encourage latinas young latinas you yeah. know to, to love themselves and, and never be afraid to sort of improve yeah. uh I mean, I know growing up, you know, young like boys are idiots. You know, we say ignorant stuff, especially about <laughs> girls. And um, but like when I had a sister, a lot of that was sort of like, I want her to grow up and, and you know, sort of know how to love herself and you know, just be strong, be independent. Like you said, you don't yeah. want, I don't want her like depending on anybody for anything. Sort of yeah. being like you, you know, like you're strong. You know, you you got your own financial income on your own. You're not depending on anybody. So it's it's nice to hear that. Yeah. Um, so we talked about you know that. Um, here at Urban Warriors, we have a, a young girl soccer team, mm-hmm. uh, a developmental soccer team. So, you know, we take young girls from the community of all ages. It doesn't matter uh, if you want to play, you're in, you know, it's free to play. We give you uniforms, uh, coaches, you go out to like facilities or the field and you just practice and get better. Do you ever see yourself sort of being like a community leader or like doing something like that with young girls in different Latino communities? It's so funny you say that because... Um... I'm very introverted, like okay. probably why I love being alone in my room, like making videos, right? Yeah. I enjoy it so much just because I love being a loner, um, which is why I like growing up, I never really saw myself as like a leader because like, you know, for le- to be a leader, you have to be confident and in, like in front of many people. Um, but recently I, you know, going on live on TikTok with like, hundreds of people watching you at once um and i actually had a vision board party at samia's this past weekend where like i kind of did like manage a couple of girls and like you know made my speech and you know it took a lot of energy from me but it was something that i truly like truly enjoyed yeah um so yeah i can definitely see myself kind of getting into that space obviously i'm still working on (laughs) getting comfortable um in front of a lot of people especially like in person i think i i'm getting comfortable online um but yeah i i think it's something that comes naturally to me as well i feel you um i'm sort of like the same way i Mm -hmm. like to to say uh growing up you know like keeping to myself you know rather like I like to like read the room or like observe before I speak. Yeah. I feel like it's way better to, to you know see how people act and how they react. Yeah. That rather than just like going in there and just you know talking. Yeah, I mean, and too like sorry. Oh, yeah, I mean, you, and too um, um, holding on to those beliefs for me like oh I'm a quiet girl I'm yeah. like a shy girl I could never do that like holding on to those beliefs is actually what like stops us from doing things that 
we might enjoy right like me doing that event me like being on tiktok i would have never guessed it like me being a shy girl like yeah i would have never guessed i would be in making videos that you know millions of people would see or uh hosting events with like dozens of girls um you know making vision boards um but now that i'm doing it it's like something i truly enjoy yeah. and what if i would have let that belief of like, like that shy girl the mentality. shy girl mentality yeah. um i would never i would have never done it right yeah, it's the same thing here like like i said i was you know i like him to myself don't really like talking mm -hmm. and even ernesto like even now like he's on my ass like hey dude you gotta you know you're a leader i need you i need to be vocal mm -hmm. i need you to talk to the guys and it's something i struggled with for a while and i'm just getting good at it like i know you just talked about a leader has to be confident and you know mm -hmm. vocal and those just that just wasn't me like it, it was my confidence sucked yeah. i didn't like you know speaking out i felt like i was gonna say something dumb but like you said like if i would have held back or didn't at least attempt to be a good leader i would definitely not be where i'm at you know okay. i would not meet the people that i've met uh so yeah that's that's pretty dope um so i'm pretty much done with my questions um but one thing i do like to do on the show is sort of get like a tell the like the viewers a takeaway or something that i'm like grateful for from this conversation mm -hmm. you know because you know this is a valuable yeah. conversation uh so i'm just thankful for you coming first of all and i'm really grateful that you know we have people like you in the world and who are not afraid of like earlier i was talking about my little sister not afraid to, to show young latinas or any kind of latina to you know love themselves and, and never be afraid of self-improvement it's it's something that i feel like our community or like what would you say our culture definitely struggles with you know mm -hmm. a lot of like oh stay at the house cook clean and i, I feel like that's bullshit you know yeah. and i feel like you represent something really good and you represent like you know get off your ass and go make it happen yourself and i i really respect that you know and i admire that so thank you um before we do end though is there anything you want to leave the, the viewers with um i don't know if you want to like tag yourself you know say your your socials or whatever no <laughs> <laughs> um i will say again like those beliefs are really what hold us back and i think too the thing that you're scared of the most it's probably the thing that you want the most. For me, like, I looked at influencers or content creators and I was like, I could never. Yeah. I feel <laughs> and you. here I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it's been real, everybody. Uh, I'm your host, George Salazar. Uh, see you guys next time. Thank you. Thanks.